Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Nebcast. I'm Brad Haig. And I am Ryan Fat Bud Frost. <laughs> nice nickname. Thanks. I don't know what it means. I saw it in Clerks one time, and I thought it was really funny. Because so, it has something to do with drugs. I wouldn't know anything about that. Neither would I. I'm just going with it, though, really. So, it's our second episode, which is pretty monumental that we've made it this, you know, to this... Point? Yeah. I know. Usually we kind of do one thing, and then... Uh, we don't stick to the schedule. Like, remember two? I know. Well, hey, in all fairness, in two, I wrote the script. I know you wrote. Your, I delivered. Your I delivered my week, and I shot that script, except for the end part, which has you in it. Yeah, but I delivered my week. <laughs> you still Lee need part. to be in the shots. Yeah, I know I do, but you didn't make an effort to shoot me in the shots. Uh, and we really can't fix it because you don't live at that location anymore either, so... So now we have unused footage of Roger running away really scared. Right, as a post post office worker. Yes, which so. doesn't make any sense because no one's ever read the script. I know. And it was really genius, it really was. Um, it's probably on par with, um, I don't know, some great movie that's come out. <laughs> uh, actually, speaking of great movies, I forgot last week when we were talking about, like, what was Oscar-worthy. Um... Uh, like later that night, I was looking through my DVD collection, and I realized uh, "Be Kind Rewind" came out very early in think 2008. Oscar style? You haven't seen it yet, have you? No, I haven't. I mean, it's not a big movie. It's not a big production, but like, and there I go saying like again. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a very poignant movie because um, on the surface, it's just like this journey, these two characters, and. Uh, trying to produce movies but at the same time it's like almost an examination of how films touch society gotcha. so um yeah check it out it's really good i will i'll borrow it from you <laughs> <laughs> uh so anyway um but yeah two uh was supposed to be this uh kind of a spoof of 24 uh we were gonna do two minute webisodes of basically just random stuff that um lasted for two minutes and uh they'd all connect in this large saga, but um, we shot Roger's part, and that was it. Like, kind of. So, Brad, how many scripts have I written that we have not produced yet? Uh, well, I'm gonna say countless. <laughs> <laughs> you write very elaborate scripts. Uh, like elaborate. I had one where we were gonna write the horror movie thing, and it had two people and one bad dude eating people. Uh, that is not elaborate. The brutal script. The brutal script. You wrote that? I did. I, I turned it into you. Did you? You son of a bitch. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the part where he's just eating the campers. Yep. Yeah, okay. And then you wrote the Friday the 13th, and you wrote you wrote your part in two. I did. Um, I don't know why. I wrote, I wrote a Patsy Cline one where it's <laughs> picking up a dead girlfriend and dancing. Did you put that on paper, or did you I just did. tell it to me? Not only did I put it on paper, Brad, remember I timed it to the music. I timed it to the music. So, do you have a cast ready to go for that? Yeah, I have me that's in it, and... Uh, Laura will do it. She said you'd be in anything. Hi, I'll honey. anything. You just have to be dead. Uh, I guess we should introduce the third person <laughs> oh, on this yeah. couch right now. Um, on the couch is my lovely girlfriend, Laura Ward. <laughs> Hi, Laura. Hi. She's our audience of one. <laughs> but she's down- she downloaded the first webisode, or Nebcast, sorry. Awesome, thank you. Yeah, so uh, what did you think of it? I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah? Yeah. I thought I think my favorite part about it was you kept, you kept getting off track and talking about random crap and like oh wait wait we're talking about movies that's right let's let's get back into yeah that sounds about being right smart and stuff I have a feeling that's not going to be the last time that no happens. no <laughs> to have a cohesive thought is pretty important for us and Brad has written down um, not to say like too many times which has not 
fare too well so far yeah that's already. some of the feedback of myself as i i obviously i posted it and i uh put it on my ipod listen to it uh at work and uh you know after work constantly over and over again i even went to sleep listening to it just to <laughs> do you love the sound of my voice <laughs> i do it, it is it is haunting it's like it? a soft pigeon cooing <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've heard that like three times. Like I, no, you I was, haven't. I was out like a light. Um, no, I haven't. Um, I'm glad Laura's here to keep me grounded and keep me from. Oh, one thing I do want to mention that I forgot to mention the first time is I invented a new word and I want it to be a thing. I've combined awesome and legendary to form the most awesome word of all time called awesome dairy. So make sure you use it in all your adjectives. You know, to me, it sounds like a, a product name for like you milk know, for milk, yeah. Or, butter or something <laughs> like no fat milk is of, awesome yeah. dairy yeah <laughs> this milk is made with awesome dairy or awesome dairy milk made from awesome dairy cows that are only filled <laughs> only fed awesome grass <laughs> okay i'm not a fan of awesome dairy and the fact that you relate it to like a product description reminds me of like you go to walmart and they have like the oh the good milk i don't feel like spending that much money on milk oh they have awesome dairy milk which <laughs> is like the awesome in. dairy milk as the generic new generic yeah, exactly. milk <laughs> Hey, I'll take that. As long as it catches on, it'll be a thing. <laughs> it will be a thing. And everyone will be like, I heard it here first on Nipcast, Volume 2. Are we calling Volume 2 or um, Week 2? Or what are we calling them? Uh, it's Episode 2, I episode think. Episode 2? Yeah. Well, hopefully it'll be better than Attack of the Clones. <laughs> oh, Ouch. Burn! You know, we should probably uh, minimize uh, how many Hollywood personalities we skewer because, you no, know, it'll be awesome we do want a job in the industry eventually. I know we do, but it'll be awesome because it'll be t- they'll say, hey, did you catch that uh, Nebcast about those guys and they totally burned George Lucas? But, you know, suppose George Lucas wants to, like, have us part of his next <laughs> Doing <movie>. what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We, yeah, hey. Be a grip. Hey, Ryan, uh, be the son of Jabba. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway, back to feedback. Yeah. Uh, did you get any emails about the show? You know, um, the only one I got was from our good friend Brandon, who's in Copenhagen. And um, he said basically that we're gay because we mentioned the cream-colored walls in here. And he did not let that go. I know. I actually got that email from him, too. He said, uh, like, exclamation point, cream-colored walls? What color is the carpet? I wanted to say <laughs> that matches the drapes. Say what? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, this comment actually didn't, like, it registered on my phone, but not the Facebook, so. Interesting. Um, I actually got a few emails, uh, if you'd like to hear some I would, I would love to hear it, and I'll go ahead and answer these emails. Okay. Um, well, they're not really, like, questions, they're more, like, co- like statements. Okay, so, cool. Um, other people said I said, like, like too much, so. Really? I agree, yeah. Who um, else said it? Because I'll punch him. I'll cut him. <laughs> I, I agree with them. It, it's I sound like a valley girl when I say like too much. I said absolutely a lot. You did, but it wasn't as noticeable. Really? Yeah. I swore I said it like I, thousands of times. I, I know. I, you did say it a lot of times, and as I reviewed the episode, like it just didn't come across. Maybe I was just paying attention to my faults too much. Mm. You know, we tend to do that when we listen <laughs> to ourselves. <laughs> um, Anywho, go ahead. So, and then some, uh, there was Dungeon Master 613 mm-hmm. said he was disappointed we didn't say more stuff about Halo. Halo, gotcha, gotcha. Well, if I want a generic paint-by-the-numbers shooter and I want to play it, then I'll say something about it. <laughs> I'm like, how can I waste three hours of my time and not be challenged at all? Halo. Yeah. And then uh, someone named uh, Sferk7982 said, 
Fuck Fat Frost. That son of a bitch still owes me $300. Okay, first of all, um, I ate that $300. <laughs> and that you're referring to me as fat really ate it hurts what, my cake? Feelings. Yes, I have a problem. <laughs> it was delicious. <laughs> That's all I got. And uh, I'm going to France um, starting next week on Monday. And I am so excited. I I've been brushing I'm excited up on my for French. you. I've been brushing up on my French. What have you done to prepare, other than uh, practice the language, what else have you done to prepare? Um, today, I went and bought my Europe jacket. Um, I got a guess, $100 off its original retail price. But hey, Ryan, who picked that out? Um, I did, because I have but, such an eye for fashion. That's right, you do. Thanks, Laura. And by me, I totally didn't pick it out. <laughs> I'm like, that looks kind of like a gay. And she's like, oh, look great on you. And I put it on, I'm like, it does look great. <laughs> Uh, what are you, uh, why are you going out there in the first place? Um, well, you know, actually I caught a break. My brother and his lovely wife, Katie, hi, said, uh, that they want to go to France. I'm like, oh, I'd love to go. And because I know the language, they have given me the opportunity to go with them. They're paying for they most are. of your they vacation. Are. It's awesome. They are. No, it's really awesome of them. And it makes me happy. And my, my, like my brother's wife is super awesome. And my brother's pretty cool sometimes he used to be a total asshole but now he's really cool you know you know i say that with love see if you ever listen to this i don't think you know how to use a computer so i'm not really worried <laughs> he has a samsung mp3 player doesn't he even know how to download it i don't know <laughs> you should see him try to explore the internet he looks like my grandpa trying to explore the internet uh, and brad you're going to new york city to the good old new york comic con uh well i'm going that's part of it like it's just coincide. Like, I've always wanted to go to New York, uh, but the other incentive of going is at the same the same weekend, uh, there's the New York Comic Con, and, like, I'm not going to spend all three days there, because I already did the San Diego Comic Con, and which is why you owe me the $300. And uh, <laughs> uh, Peter Laird, one of the co-creators of the Ninja Turtles, is going to be there signing comics. So when I was at San Diego Comic Con, I got Kevin Eastman to sign uh, the first four issues of the original comics, and so it's it'd be cool to you know get the other half. Hell yeah! Signed on there, and so then the Do you other think, two does days. Does he draw a turtle on it, or how does he sign it? Because that's a cool thing that. Uh, yeah, Kevin Eastman's uh, part of his signature is he actually draws out a ninja turtle for you. Um, I guess Lee, and he was, Laird wouldn't would it? Would huh? he? I guess Laird wouldn't would he? No, well he he uh, Eastman's kind of separated himself from the property. Like he just uh, works on heavy metal comics now. But um, Peter Laird actually produces a uh, monthly uh, comic book, Turtles comic book, uh, Tales of the TMNT, and they were doing like a, um, like a, like the Tales focuses on separate stories, and the other one was like a, and here's what happens next week type thing, and that ended when they started helping out with the, the new CGI movie, and they haven't picked it up since, but uh, yeah, Peter Laird still draws, so. Nice. Actually, Jim Lawson draws those books, but and Peter Laird writes them. But um, I don't know. I guess I'll find out how he signs them. Yeah. Um, you know, I should go visit the Statue of Liberty. Oh, yeah. I'm and get ready because people out there move a lot faster than they do here. And cars will not stop. They will run your <laughs> ass over. I have lots of plans to, uh, of other things to do. Definitely going to go see a lot of museums like the Guggenheim, the Met. The Guggenheim? What? <laughs> yeah, no. Just What do you got against the Guggenheim, right? I don't know. It's a funny name. I was just saying Guggenheim. You know, it was uh, featured as the uh, in Men in Black. The it's the museum that uh, really Will what, Smith is what chasing clever one line does Will Smith say whilst chasing through the Guggenheim? I don't think I could do it justice. You'll have to do it. No, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't He's know. like, "Welcome to Earth." Oh wait, no, that's Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So yes, yeah, Statue of Liberty, just visit Times Square. Um, I'll just really try to go everywhere in my three days. Yeah, I'm going to storm uh, the beaches in Normandy when I'm out there. <laughs> um, I heard the Atlantic Ocean is like 30 degrees at that time, but I think I'm going to risk it. I'm going to risk it for just a few seconds of glory, and i got to get a gun and run up on the beach, and then I'm going to stick a flag in the sand and say, I claim this land for America, or something to that effect. I don't know. You sure no one's going to have a problem with that? Dude, <laughs> fuck the French. It's <laughs> a nice sentiment on your way to their country. <laughs> no, in, in all honesty, the French are a beautiful people and a beautiful culture, and I can't wait to experience it. <laughs> Everybody's looking at me like I'm full of shit right now. I'm totally being honest. I love the French culture. I hope they have little croissants uh, <laughs> paved into their streets. <laughs> oh, my God. Way to be inclusive, Ryan. Hey, I ripped that off from Team America. If you look at the uh, set design in Team America, you look on the street, there's croissants in the streets, like in the cement. Just goes... Uh... More evidence that shows you have no original ideas. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, you're right. an asshole. An asshole. Uh, eh. so um, you have to admit, like last week, uh, I said like again. Last week I was l- uh, nervous about doing the show. And you were. You were. It kind of rubbed off. Uh, you could tell in the in the broadcast of it. Really, I honestly think I'm, I've I've told you this before, but when you're relaxed, you're a really funny guy. And I think you do come across funny in it, but you gotta you gotta let all those inhibitions go, Brad, because it's just me and you, buddy. Just me and you I right know. now. I'm not like And Laura. Hey, hey babe, what's Thanks, up? Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying hi, how you doing? I don't think it was like I couldn't it wasn't nervous like I was nervous because like I'm trying to I'm used to as a director watching over all aspects of production, so uh-huh. like uh, I was watching the computer, I was trying to stay on topic, like and keep my mind focused. So, hopefully, as episodes go on, I'll be able to detach myself from those responsibilities. But oh yeah, it'll become more comfortable, and um, it'll become more awesome. You know, that's always the goal in everything I do is being awesome. I uh, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but how do you feel your presence, dude? Not only does it elevate it, but it brings it to I want to say award-winning. Do they have awards for podcasts? Because we'd win it. Um, I think we can invent one. We should. We'll call it the Podcademy. <laughs> the Posker. The Posker. <laughs> the Podsker. The Podsker. And the I'll, win it for, I'll win it for best um, actor in a speaking role. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll thank all the people that got me here. Me is really the one I'll thank the most. Uh, I'd like to thank myself for providing colorful commentary. Absolutely, absolutely. And keeping the podcast afloat i think my favorite part of me talking right now is because brad's sitting to my left and laura's to his left and every time i say something that's absolutely ridiculous i just see her shaking her head <laughs> saying that i'm the biggest tool basically <laughs> and the look she's giving me right now is you're a tool right yeah yeah well, i think you by now with our relationship you know that's what i think of you right absolutely but at the same time i always say but i still win because you're still my girlfriend oh wait wait what happened last night on the bowling lane oh dude speaking of which I'll have to tell you a story about how I got worked by a chick in bowling. You Dude, in bowling? I did. Without me? Yeah. Uh, oh, I, snap. Bradley, as one of my friends I haven't talked to in a while, he wanted to meet us. <laughs> <I'm> so sad. <laughs> um, finally, a solo show. Hello, oh, world. <laughs> All right, I'm back. Uh, Brad's back. He's had his tantrum. I know. Um, it lasted a while. The uh, apartment is just flooded with tears right it now. It is. Luckily, we're on a floating couch. <laughs> what? Yeah, I. That was dumb. I, that was dumb. Yeah, I'll try and save you. I converted the 
bottom of the couch and do a uh, flotation device. All uh airplane seat. See, Brad thinks ahead because he knew I might say something that will upset him. <laughs> I, I have a list of a pad, a list of like the inane things Ryan might say. That so. will upset him. And one was I went bowling without him. Mm-hmm. And um, I lost bad to a chick last night and it's really hurting my ego right now. Which chick? Uh, my girlfriend, Laura, who's a great bowler. Hi, sweetie. And um, she kicked my ass last night. You pwned him? I did. Four games straight. No, okay. We tied one game. I know, but overall I beat you by like 100 pins. She beat me like by 100 pins. Dude, it's pretty embarrassing. Which is awesome, because every time he beats me, he rubs it in for weeks. Yeah, okay, let me um, explain a little bit. She is on the CSU bowling team, and she has bowling form. Like, she practices and does it, like, I guess for a living. I go out there, chuck the ball, and am a legendary bowler, basically. You know, Ryan, when you're supposedly awesome, Derry, it shouldn't matter. Oh, Brad, <laughs> cutting right to the core, <laughs> to my heart. Five. No, I'm crying. <laughs> This is going to be a like a smash fest. It will be. Just a, just a smackdown. An hour of just ripping on each other. Totally. But no, what uh, what, what else has been going on this week? Uh, gosh, I just worked. I stayed up all night on, what, Wednesday night? Getting the first episode online, learning how to program. Which you can totally download on iTunes. Where can they, can they still find that iTunes? Or is the address link too long? Is it easy to find yet? I don't think we need to plug it because <laughs> <laughs> the only way you're possibly listening to this plug right now is that you've already downloaded it from iTunes. But yeah, that's true. But you can also get it on our Facebook accounts, on our MySpace accounts, correct? Yeah, I posted the links on there. You can uh, find our profiles and uh, click on the headlines. And For all those ladies out there, Brad is a computer genius. And did I mention sexy? I mean, come on. He, he, he needs companionship. You sound like I you're might so full just leave shit. Ryan if you keep talking. <laughs> what? Nothing. Excuse me? <laughs> I said I might just leave Ryan if you keep talking, and then I tried to cover it up by saying nothing, but he caught it. So I, I... Why would you leave me? I am so awesome that I give awesome a bad name. I don't know. Brad's pretty hot. Damn. Thanks. See? Laura. What the fuck, <laughs> man? <laughs> I'm going to scoot a little closer to you on this couch. <laughs> oh, what a dick! <laughs> oh. What's up, Brad? What's going on? Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Hey, <sexy> lady. <laughs> This is, this is not turning into a podcast I want to remember. Hey, Ryan, can you go get my uh, stuff from outside real quick? Yeah, what, what could possibly happen while I'm gone? <laughs> nothing, nothing. Okay, well, I trust you, me, you being one of my best friends and you being my girlfriend. You would do nothing to hurt me. Absolutely not. Oh, well, thank you. Guess I'll go now. Mm, 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 mm. That's me walking away. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, back on topic. Uh, what are we even talking about? I, do we have a topic? I, I was, we were talking about, like, what's in the works right now with or what we were doing like tonight we're kind of get uh, there's a little problem coming up in the next few weeks with you being in france and me being in new york city who's going to be around to record podcasts we can't do it with each other so we're doing this one um it probably will actually maybe even be the third episode um but hopefully adam has contacted me he's hopefully plans to do it monday or tuesday of this upcoming week and so maybe his will fill in uh, during that lapse, um, so there will be that, and uh, I was gonna say, dude, are you distracted by Kenny Loggins right now? Uh, actually, that's wait, not, that's Kenny, not Kenny, Loggins. Kenny Loggins. Go. Who is it? It's uh, uh, Glenn Fry. Thank you from the Eagles. I believe. The Eagles. You're yeah. not correct. Uh, but no, I'm not just... Yeah, that's Kenny Loggins for sure. But that's like it's all right. Yeah. You know what? They probably get sued because that does sound a lot alike. That, it does. Yeah. Well, because didn't the uh, who sued who? Because they sounded too much like them. 
Uh, I know from Hugh Lewis in the News, they sued Ray Parker Jr. for oh, yeah, the, well, the Ghostbusters The Ghostbusters, song. that sounds like identical. But there's some band that sued the front man for the band that because he replaced. Nah, never mind. This is going to be stupid and no one's going to know what I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> I just made the lull go through the whole room. No one knows who you're talking about. So I'm going to hit on Laura. Hey, Laura. Um, Angel must have fallen from heaven. Are they upset? Wait, what? You what, really what, what? screwed that one up. I, I did. Um, I can't do it anymore. I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. It's because I'm lost in your eyes. Oh, <laughs> burn. Yeah, oh, I, got, I got one for Brad. Okay. Hey, Brad, can I have your mom's number? Uh, sure. Why? I need to call her and thank her for giving you giving me such a gift. Oh, uh, damn. Oh, uh, my heart's fluttering. I know, she hasn't even said anything like that to me. She's like, hey, <laughs> stupid ass, move it. Move your fat ass. <laughs> and I cry and... Roll over, roll over on me so I can, so I can get some warmth. <laughs> I do, I do kind of do that, actually. She does do that. Oh, dude, psychological <laughs> trauma. <laughs> You're just gonna be like in a corner tonight, just huddled and huddled, shaking. holding my Spider-Man action figure. <laughs> it's okay, Spider-Man's always there yeah. for me. Spider-Man will save the day. Everybody gets one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Spidey. Uh, I'll like salute him. I don't know. <laughs> Here's web in your eye. Yeah, that's not web. <laughs> uh, so oh. Adam will be here. Yeah, he'll be here and. <laughs> We'll definitely have more stuff to talk about. I we had more stuff to talk about in this one. I just I, even though I wrote notes down, I still yeah. Forgot but it. your notes were bashing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, un, unnecessary bash on Microsoft. Things to tear down, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, let's talk about why we don't like Xbox 360. I'll go first because I actually got an Xbox 360 and it broke down five times, and I had to get five new ones. That's the end of my story. I'm just saying that I'll never <laughs> own an Xbox ever again. Uh, I don't own one because even from the first incarnation, this is the regular Xbox. I, it's Do like, you think you could kill somebody if you threw an Xbox at them? I'm pretty sure you could. Do they weigh like head. 900 pounds? Yeah, you could definitely crush their skull. You I'm could. Sure. You really could. Uh, it's because it's built like a PC. It is. And it has the same diversity of games as PCs. Yeah. Shoot them. Shooters and... Um... Uh, shooters, shooters, war games. And, uh, there's that one shooters. game where you you shoot people. <laughs> there's that one game where you fly and you shoot people. There's that one game right, where you drive right. cars and shoot people. And then there's that one game where everybody thinks it's great and it's a piece of dog shit. <laughs> Which one? Oh, Gears of War. Oh, right. Like beautiful game. Don't get me wrong, graphics beautiful, but it's duck and cover. Dude, we are not making fans right now. We, we're just, so you, we're worried about burning bridges in Hollywood or like Microsoft? Fuck them. They're only the most <laughs> rich company in America. It's I actually uh, watched a documentary on the documentary on the like the rise of Microsoft, and it's uh-huh. really kind of humbling. Like really? it's, it didn't start out as like this. Like there's a stigma of the greedy powerhouse that it is, but um, you know they started just like everyone else. Yeah, they did. At least that's what the documentary said. Well, you know, I'm sure they did. It's probably one perspective. They're leaving out a bunch of stuff, but. Uh, no, they probably did. I wouldn't surprise me if they didn't think they'd be the evil empire that they are today. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know where to go with talking about why I don't have an Xbox. I mean, if you like it, you like it. That's fine. Whatever. I, I just my my own personal preference. The same thing with movies too. Like that's why I'm a little apprehensive about doing movie reviews on this uh, forum is because you know I don't really care what you know professional reviewers say about movies. Like I. 
I have the mentality of go see what you want to see and make up your own mind. Well, absolutely. I mean, my favorite movie of all time is Army of Darkness, and I doubt any critic will be like, you know what, that's mine too. Yeah. Speaking of which, I watched uh, at the movies, top ten movies of the year, and one of the dudes even put The Dark Knight in the top ten. That's understandable. But they, like their his number one movie was some crap movie that no one's ever seen. And I'm like, what you don't the remember f- the name? I don't even remember the name. That's how <laughs> like I don't even know what it is. It'd be interesting to know what it was. But he also this is the same guy who didn't put Dark Knight in the top ten who said go see Beverly Hills Chihuahua. So I don't know. I mean, hold it with a grain of salt. How do you get that job? How do you get a job where you sit down, watch movies, and talk about them and get paid? I mean, we're doing it now, but I'm not making any money. Right. Except the. One that warms my heart that I get to talk and, you know, I don't know. Actually, I was wondering when I was uh, posting, I was like looking at the, the other podcasts on iTunes, and they mentioned that, you know, the podcast is free, but all of them seem to be free. Mm-hmm. So, like, why do they even have to mention that it's free? I don't know. Like, do don't people know. actually charge for these things? I don't know. I don't know who would pay to listen to me talk. I know. Can you imagine actually charging people to listen to our drivel? Dude, I don't know. Maybe it really connects with some people. I don't know. Enough to have them charge their credit card. Dude, for that'd be sweet. Five ninety nine worth of an 5.99? hour of just. just Dude, we'll, we'll start small. We'll charge them ten around. cents. Ten cents. <laughs> and then when we get so big, we'll go up to ninety nine cents, and they'll be like, "Oh my gosh, you guys make so much money just talking about how awesome you are." And I'll say, "I know, right?" <laughs> totally made that ten cents worth it. it made it worth it. Like it got me through the day knowing. Army of the Darkness, Army of the Darkness, Army <laughs> of Darkness is your favorite movie because you know what, Ryan? It's mine too. I don't know who this person is, but maybe they're out there somewhere. Uh, uh, speaking of movies, uh, I forgot we we're building up to why we're kind of rushing this episode is because we're actually off to go see a movie. We are. We're gonna go see the Unborn PG thirteen horror movie apprehensive but you know the trailer looks actually looks kind of creepy i agree the trailer looks creepy and interesting but at the same time i'm a little disenchanted with the horror genre like they haven't put anything out that's impressed me in a while i know saw five oh god uh i'm a huge saw fan and saw five definitely made me bleed and it sucks because they didn't answer any questions and i know i'm gonna have to buy another ticket next year absolutely and me and brad were talking about that the whole purpose of saw was Jigsaw punished people for doing bad things. And the new guy in there is punishing this guy for being a good FBI agent, like tracking him down. And Yeah, well, he, Jigsaw doesn't punish them. He, well, he puts them in situations where they can potentially punish themselves. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, like, there's this good cop doing good detective work trying to hunt Jigsaw down. <laughs> yeah. and That's his punishment. Jigsaw has a monologue where he's talking to the new Jigsaw, basically, about how, you know... It's not about revenge or, like, your own agenda. It's about convincing these people to change their lives for the better. So why he decides to kill this good cop... <laughs> it makes no sense whatsoever. Like, it makes sense that he has to, you know, get him off his trail, but at the same time, like, it contradicts with Jigsaw's motives. I know, and when I watch movies like that, I could be a director of those movies. Like, you make tons of quick cuts, you have the camera swoop around, and you have people go walk into a room all shocked at what they're seeing, going, what is this? How do I get out? And then at the beginning, you have some guy just strapped to some random apparatus and going, ah, 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 get me out of here, I'm stuck! Ah, ah. Like, yeah. it's true! The last two have started exactly the same way. I don't really even remember three and four. Like, I remember two and just wanting all the characters to get axed because well, see, they were so three stupid. was like a punishment for the amanda girl remember because she was going behind his back right. and just making games that nobody could win and i enjoyed the first three i really did yeah i really enjoyed the first one 
because yeah. it was actually Carrie Elways. A bit, of a, Carrie Elways. bit of a mystery and yeah. You know, Obviously, just the freshness of it because you haven't seen anything like it exactly. Before. But all you need now is like a swooping camera and like quick cuts, whoosh, whoosh, and put in like some Nine Inch Nails song. Dude, I have a Saw movie, um, Lionsgate. If you're listening, I have the next script. I'll write it in a day. Give me your phone number right now. It's seven two zero three one seven four zero three five. I can't believe you just put your phone number on the <laughs> internet, Ryan. Okay, the four people listening can call me. You're gonna get like a breathy. Just creepy people talking to you. It'll be you, Brad. <laughs> oh, 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 just she, got she me now. It, she take us away. <laughs> uh. Well, I think for me, uh, the really one of the big reasons why the Saw films has lost so much, like a sparkle for me, is that they lost the huge surprises. That was so great about the first two films. At the end of it, you were like, "What the fuck just happened?" And it totally blew your mind. And it's gotten so predictable and totally lost the whole idea of the films was to value life and value what you do. And, like, you know, yeah, Saw 4 and 5, what what are they teaching us to value? Nothing, it's just more of the same. What's up? Do you have to hit on me all the time? I do, I really do. Especially when you talk about cool things like horror movies. Alright, fair enough. What up? What, 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 it, what do your notes say, Brad? Yeah, what do your notes say? Oh, no, I'm just reading the recording time. We're at only 30 minutes. I thought it was longer. No, Yeah, does it feel longer to you? Well, like, not in the boring sense. Well, but... is it because of my great um, Saw impersonation? And you're like, <laughs> wow, this is like torture. <laughs> I felt like we just turned on the movie, really. I know, right? Yeah. I know. Like and I think it. I'm more captivating than the new Jigsaw they have. Oh, absolutely. Thanks. What up? So we smashed Microsoft. We just took down Saw and okay. that guy in that movie. Yeah. So if he calls your number. Cool. <laughs> I did get that <laughs> <my> number. <laughs> He's like, hey, this is, what the fuck is his name? Hang on a sec. I'll be right back. Okay. We'll find out his name and. Uh... Keep talking. And if we find out what it is, and he comes and gets me, then you'll know. Hey, if I'm dead from some crazy game, you know it's because I just dissed the Saw franchise. I can't imagine the first people to diss that franchise, though. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, even the fans cannot like that movie. They cannot. No, we don't. I'm a huge Saw fan. I go see the. I go see every Saw movie every year at midnight. Midnight showing. We do and too. The past two years, I've been sorely disappointed. Yeah, that really bums me out. But hey, only a month before Friday 13th. Woo! I think I said that last time. I'm getting excited. Yeah, we did cover that quite extensively even. We did. Maybe too much. Did we? I don't remember. We kind of went into a long discussion of like why it's on Friday the 13th. Which, oh, that's right. That's which right. is kind of a joke in itself. It is. It wasn't really a discussion, but... It is. Uh, yeah. So what other movies are coming out this year that you want to see? Um, I think Astro Boy looks cool. Really? Yeah. I'm a bit. I, I like. I've never really sat down and watched it, but every little clip of it I watch, I think it's like a cute little show. It, it definitely looks like the cartoon, it does. even though it's 3D. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to Star Trek because Simon Pegg's in it. I know you are. You know, <laughs> uh, a funny story, a, a nerds geek out moment for Brad. What I forget what movie we saw. It's Indiana Jones, I think. They had the full length trailer for it. Oh, it was a teaser. Yeah, or whatever one it was. And I'll never forget. We're sitting in the theater watching it, and this kids like hyper racing across the Grand Canyon or whatever and he stops and the cops ask him what his name he says James T. Kirk and Brad like sits up really fast and he's like <gasps> and he's like waited his whole life for the new Star Trek movie trailer well it was, it was surprising like it's one of the few trailers that caught me off guard yeah no I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing I just thought it was really funny I don't know I was, I was just I was admitting that it was, it was surprising like I agree with you I was like what what's this movie this doesn't mm -hmm. it looked like the sequel to Demolition Man <laughs> <laughs> Would there ever be a sequel to Demolition More Man? More demo. Actually, I, I think that was Judge Dredd, in a way. <laughs> really? 
Or which one came first? I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, I can't sure even find. Man I can't even find Judge Shred on DVD. Do you want to? A little bit. Like why? Because I saw it when I was younger, and I kind of want to, you know, now that I have a more developed brain, kind of <laughs> <laughs> see how bad it might really be. Yeah, you know, it was just I just saw it listed on like one of the worst movies of all time. Maybe it was on like <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. Like I think it has like. A five percent tomato meter rating or something. Uh, and Rob Schneider's in it. I oh, want to see. He's like a sidekick. Yeah, like a sidekick. I haven't seen that movie in years. I wonder if it's on par with House of the Dead. I don't think it's that bad. Huh? Yeah. Well, no movie's that bad. I mean, really. <laughs> yeah. We got okay. We ripped on Microsoft. Saw Yui Bowl. <laughs> Yui Bowl. That was last one. Kind of, kind of knocked King Ben Kingsley a little bit for okay. his uh, oh, yeah. acting choices. Totally. Uh. God, who else do we want to... I'm going to knock the Colorado Rockies management right now because they <laughs> uh, traded Matt Holliday for shit. Yeah, that was a waste, really. It really was. I mean, honestly, they said they couldn't sign him, so keep him for one more year and see if you can make another run for the postseason. Unbelievable. Sad time for Colorado sports. Yeah, bad time. Mike Shanahan got fired. I still can't believe it. I cry myself to sleep every night. He does, it's true. I eat brownies to comfort <laughs> the pain. Brownies dipped in frosting. <laughs> in frosting, Yes. <laughs> Where you both sprinkled frosting. Followed by a bag of sugar. Bag of sugar. Like, <laughs> for those listening at home, I just mimicked and did a great pantomime of eating sugar out of the bag. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. Um, yeah, my Dolphins made it to the postseason. but Which is a huge turnaround for it is. one of the worst teams in NFL history. <laughs> Yeah, they were one in fifteen in two thousand seven, and uh, in two thousand eight they improved their record to eleven and five. That's the biggest. Well, eleven and six, I guess, because they lost that. Yeah, seventeenth game. Super Bowl prediction. Who do I think is going to go to the Super Bowl? I'm going to guess. It's hard, hard to tell because all the teams that you don't think could uh, make the run are actually surprising you. So I'm still going to say maybe Tennessee, and. The Giants, just because they were there last year and they're in the postseason, so yeah, Giants are pretty solid. You know, I keep on backflipping between uh, the AFC, so now I'm going to say Pittsburgh. Been looking at the matchups, I've been saving the Ravens because they're kind of under the radar. And their the Ravens are really pretty good. high, yeah. Their defense is, but tough. I think their rookie quarterback might come back and bite them in the ass in the end. Yeah, he had a solid game last week, but or should I go out on limb and say the Arizona Cardinals, just because no one else will? I wonder how much money I'd make in Vegas if I bet that the Arizona Cardinals would make it to the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. I don't know. Maybe you should try. Sounds like a really good idea. It sounds like a great idea. I Wait, let me, just, let, let me call my bookie. <laughs> uh, hey, bookie guy. Yeah, it is your bookie guy. What? It's <laughs> the worst voice ever. What are you doing? I'm trying to be two characters at once. No, I think that that's... I want to say that, Ryan, that is your generic douchebag voice. I know. Actually, no, I've learned that my generic douchebag voice is like Trey Parker's douchebag voice from South Park. <laughs> I'll always do that. When, I, when I'm working and I see some guy and he's a total douchebag walking through my line... I'll go, hey, look at me. I'm a guy who smears peonies, buddy. And I was like, <laughs> that's, that's what I do. It's, I don't know why. Once again, no original ideas. Absolutely not. Uh, but speaking of working at Qdoba, which is your great new job. Yes. Um, Can you roll a burrito? You, <laughs> I can't roll a burrito. Hey, dude, it's harder than I think. It's not, I haven't actually tried, so we don't know. You know what? But, Come into my work, and I will teach you the art of rolling a burrito. Awesome. For free? I don't even have to get a job there. Dude, totally. For free. For free. I'll give you as many burritos as you want for free. I already got one. You did. Whoa, whoa, dude. Is Kyoba going to listen to this? Am uh, I going to get uh, fired? Fuck! <laughs> Just uh, remember to call Ryan at... <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Call me at 720-317-4035. So you can fire him. I mean, him. I don't work at Kyoba. I work at 
Odoba key. <laughs> okay. Uh, good save. Good save. Thanks. Thanks. But speaking of Qdoba, I want you to tell the listeners my favorite story of what you do to couples who eat at Qdoba. Okay. So I'm kind of an ass if you haven't learned from listening to my what? podcast. <laughs> I had not noticed myself. Listen to my podcast or if you read any of my blogs at uh, myspace slash theamazingspideysense.com, you'll know that I'm a total ass. So one day I was at um, a burrito place that I work at. <laughs> you, you work at chipotle oh chipotle that's right and uh so we're sitting in line in this and one of the things i work in boulder and i am a traditionalist and i hate when dudes expect chicks to pay like it's okay if they pay every once in a while but and at my place they'll go to the end of the line and then they'll wait for their girlfriend who's behind them to order her burrito and then they make them pay like that's just shitty i know that's shitty and they're I like agree. Eh. I'm a hippie and I drive a BMW or a Lexus. <laughs> like, seriously, they pull in our parking lot like they're tough shit. And anyways, so back to the story. So <laughs> this uh, girl is coming through and she's ordering and I'm on uh, what we call Expo. In Expos, you put the food on a plate to make sure that they get it. So I'm sitting there and I just did quotation marks for those listening at home. And uh, I, I get it. And she comes to the end and she's we have cookies and brownies that are up at eye level to entice customers to get them. So she picks up a cookie and she says, oh, this sounds so good. I want one so bad. And her douchebag boyfriend said, well, you just get didn't being sick, so I don't think that's a good idea. And so I took the cookie from her and I said, you know what? I'll buy this for you and I'll let you decide if it's a good idea. And the guy's like, what? <laughs> and I made him pay. <laughs> it was great. Nice. Yeah, he gave me a look of like, who the fuck are you, man? Way to stick it to him. And I said, you know who the fuck I am? I'm your worst <laughs> fucking nightmare. Was that tough? No. I was trembling. Thank you, Brad. <laughs> yeah. Laura is unaffected. Nope. <laughs> well, after I beat your ass up and on the lanes, it's kind of hard to be intimidated. Oh, oh snap. Whoa. Why right are we there. bringing that up right now? Well, when I beat your ass in Mortal Kombat, you don't hear me bragging about it. I don't sit around playing video games all day. Go me. Damn. <laughs> Own, dude. Own. You, still, you still date me? Count it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, you got you there. So I think I always win on that fact. I'm going to step Perhaps. aside and just be the referee. You guys can go back and forth. <laughs> cool. I'll just score points on the wall. Well, I have to ask, Ryan. So I know you never let me pay for anything. We even have races who think if I can get my wallet sure. out fast enough. Sure. If we were in a restaurant and, let's say, the manager mm-hmm. bought my meal, would that offend you? Would that offend me if the manager bought your meal? I don't know. It depends. If I, if I was being an ass and I deserved to have the meal bought in for you, then no. What if he was just being a scumbag? A scumbag? Because he, like, was hitting on you? Yeah. I would drag him across the counter, beat him from three inches of his life, and I'd say, you ever fuck with me again, I'll beat you till you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even, like, no, be tough. No, you can't even, like, pretend to make up tough stories. I don't know. I, I, I guess I don't, I don't have an answer for you. I guess I'm just trying to look at it from his perspective. From his perspective. Oh, so you're taking his side. No, I'm just trying to look okay, at, well, make you look well, at it differently. Well, let me ask you a question. If your boyfriend told you that you couldn't have a cookie because you were sick, what would you do? Um, I'd hit him in the nuts. Okay, so I hit him in the nuts, metaphorically, by <laughs> one-upping him. But see, it's my boyfriend. I'm allowed to do that. Huh, touche. But when you meet a total rad dude like me, who also happens to be a total ass, then you're gonna get you're gonna get hurt. There's a chance. There's a chance that... And I bet they went home, and uh, she's like, oh, this cookie's so good. He's like, hey, why don't you go fuck that guy Qdoba then? <laughs> you started a nothing fight. I started a nothing fight. I am the best. You're an instigator. I'm an insta... I know I instigated, because you should see the look on his fucking face. He's like... What was, what was the look on her face? 
Brian just <laughs> smiled, put his hand up to his face, and giggled very gaily. A, a coquettish look. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like a porcelain doll. It was really with, cute. With rosy cheeks. It was really cute. For those listening at home, you missed a really cute moment by Actually, maybe more like a cherub with wings. <laughs> Sounds like I'm fat, dude. I'm really sick of these fucking fat jokes. I'm going to go eat something. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, whipped up a big batch of chocolate pudding. Oh, fucking in the fridge for you. <laughs> Dude, I'm saying fuck a lot. You are saying this is explicit. This is rated TVM. It's fine. I marked when you sign up for the when you uh, upload the podcast to iTunes. They give you the option of labeling it explicit or not. And oh yeah, there was a brief five seconds where I thought it wasn't necessary, but then I realized because there wasn't a lot of swearing in the last episode. But I realized Adam's probably going to be on here next yeah. next week, and then, he has uh, a worse mouth than me. Does he? Well, at, the last few times I've seen him, he's he's doesn't really have a potty mouth or like his uh, like scatological humor has been diminished. So, uh-huh. um, should be interesting. It should be. I don't know if it's uh like his new girlfriend, maybe just kind of mellowing him out, or uh, just his. But do you think his his potty humor will come back when he's kind of in a unleashed forum where he doesn't have to watch what he says or anything i because hope so because he's some hilarious of the, some of the things <laughs> that he wrote when he was idiot chittix on our website is borderline scary scary or scary funny oh that's, that's, that's terrifying i don't think no, so. not like terrifying like scary funny yeah it's genius funny but hey that's what kind of stuff you can expect from us <laughs> because we are scatterbrains we are scatterbrains where are we at? I don't know, Brad. I've been talking. Forty-two minutes. I've been talking so much. What's going on with you? You don't say anything. I've been so gregarious in this whole conversation. I've just been entertained by the two of you going back and forth. That <laughs> this I've kind of. No, this is what we do every day. Yeah, that's what we do every day. And we... oh, I know. I, I don't. I don't see it. So watching it right now. Yeah, is... yeah. This is actually really one of the first times you hung out with us, huh? Uh. Like, kind of. You know, where it's just been you in the middle of us. <laughs> Did we do something like last week together? Did we? Um, God, getting old sucks. I can't us, remember shit. You, met, you went, we went to the bar the other night, right? We went to the bar the other night. What bar? Old Chicago. Oh, that's right, yeah. We were old Chicago. Yeah. That wasn't last week. That was like two days ago. But again, I was more like sitting there listening to everybody. <laughs> that's what I'm telling you, Brad. You need to get out there and be you. Be you, Brad. Get out there. I want you to stand on the top of the bar and say, I'm Brad, and I'm proud to be a nerd with your fingers pointing at you. And and so everybody knows who you are. And all the girls will go, oh, Brad. Yeah, exactly. I want Brad. Because it's showing you you have no... You're taking a risk, and girls love risks. We gotcha. Do. They do love risks. We go risks. ape shit over that. They do. Um, true story, when I asked Laura out, I just asked her out. I even, like, beat around the bush. Out of clear blue, I just text her. I'm like, so what do you mean you're going out? I think that's as long as the text was, wasn't it? Yeah, that's exactly say hi? what it was. No, you didn't. Wow, that's kind of dicky of me. Well, it's, it's you, so <laughs> Yeah. Whatever. Am I a dick? Anyway, how's it going, Brad? Like, housework <laughs> wow. and apartment yeah. and... Yeah, what's your favorite part of your new apartment? Is it because you can hear the people fucking above you? <laughs> <laughs> no, is, that's definitely not my favorite part. Is there a part. story? Not really. Uh, I was moving in and I, even from the front door I could hear stuff going on. What stuff was it? Uh, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wanted to say. And when you sent me that text, I just thought of uh, The Secret of My Success with Michael J. Fox, where he stands at the edge of his bed, and he's conducting them while they're screwing. <laughs> if you haven't seen The Secret of My Success, great haven't scene. Seen it. Great scene in that movie. Oh, that reminds me of a... So I'm an RA at CSU. That reminds me of a funny RA story. 
Um, it was over a break, so there was no one on the floor. And it was just me and a couple other RAs sitting there watching a movie. And this kid across the hallway, because you're allowed to stay over break, but I think I had, like, maybe four kids on my floor or whatever. This kid across the hallway was, like, nailing the hell out of his girlfriend. I swear, she must have been faking it. No one's that goddamn loud. <laughs> and so I took the, my laptop speakers, and I put them right by the door and blasted hard fucking. <laughs> and then we just sat there and waited for them to come out. Like, all four of us were just waiting. I think we should do that. Just hit, hold the speakers up. It'll be fun. <laughs> It'll be fun. That's a good That's a good idea. Yeah, we, we'll make a party out we'll of it. We'll throw off their tiny. He's like, oh, you like how I'm fucking you? And then all of a sudden you'll hear, um, you don't always have to fuck her hard. It'll be like, <laughs> and it'll just stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then we should stand outside the door the next morning with popcorn. Like, hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. What's up? <laughs> that's what she said. Boing. <laughs> do you want this to end, Brad? No, I'm just checking because we're at uh, 45 minutes now. 45 minutes. I'm just trying to think of other stuff to add to this episode. Like, I, I'm a little embarrassed because uh, trying to be professional about our podcast, I thought I had topics lined up, and here I am falling short. Uh, all I can do is think of random things to just throw in. I don't know how long they're going to last, but... No, that's okay. That's what we do, buddy. That's what we talking do. Talking about your stories, there's another story I like that you uh, tell about uh, Brandon in high school in painting class. Oh, the painting class story. Share that story that, with the world. That story is it's so probably one of my favorites. Ridiculous. So, me and Brandon were in studio painting, and when you're in studio painting, you can paint whatever you want. And the last project, my studio painting teacher, Mr. McGinnis, hated, hated black, and he hated things right in the center of canvases. So, for my last project, I painted Venom, Spider Man's villain, who's, you know, all black, and I put him right dead center in my painting. I did everything different. Like, the background, I smeared paint. It was, like, the most hideous painting you've ever seen. And when I went up and did uh, a critique on it, I told them that's why I did it. I said I did it because I was doing everything opposite of what the teacher taught me, and I was trying to branch out as an artist. And he got all pissed off. He was like, Ryan, you can't do that! And so he gave me a D-. Brandon, on the other hand, did not finish his fucking painting. <laughs> Brandon's painting didn't have any hands on it. Like, he painted everything on his painting, except nobody in the painting had hands. And when he got up there, he said, um, I want to say that the reason nobody has hands in these paintings is because my friend was born without hands, and this is a painting for him. So me and my friend Carson were laughing, because this is the most ridiculous story I've ever heard. Mr. McGinnis, in the meantime, thinks it's the most touching story he's ever heard, and it's 100% true. Yells at me and Carson, pulls me and Carson into his office and yells at him for being insensitive, and gives Brandon an A-plus on his painting. And, uh, and Brandon actually got up, and he's like, and we'd play catch with a football, and he would catch with no hands, and he'd go like this, and you can't see me what I'm doing, but I'm clasping my two arms together, like trying to catch a football. You're beating your wrist together. I'm beating basically. my wrist together, and Brandon r honestly did this in class. Mimed it in class, yes. And he, he mimed it in class, and the teacher's like, oh, oh, your poor friend without hands. And we're like, what friend, Brandon? What's his name? <laughs> and he's like, oh, Bobby. Like, what? Unbelievable. I thought being an artist was, you know, you can do whatever you want. And I'm in studio painting, so obviously I'm good, and I can do whatever I want. And I got a D-. minus. I finished my painting. And he got an A-plus for not finishing his painting and telling a bullshit story about a friend without hands. Art's subjective. It appeals in different ways to different people. You know, Brad, I want you to take the side of the fucking team on this one. <laughs> or Brandon, because you're just encouraging Brandon to... I want to see Genetically more. Genetically alter people without hands. I, <laughs> I want to see more of Brandon's work. I, I might commission a painting from him. No, Brandon is. He a, sounds brilliant. No, Brandon's a great artist. <laughs> he is a great artist, but that was utter bullshit. A bullshit artist. A bullshit <laughs> artist. Totally. 
Uh, oh man, makes me laugh every time. I know, right? Like how ri- how ridiculous. <laughs> That's the story of the uh, the person born without hands. <laughs> that isn't true. I, I'm just uh, imagining Carson's laugh and you guys just in the back of the oh, class no. giggling. We were laughing so hard because and Brandon. Well, I don't know how he kept a straight face because one thing about Brandon is if I think it's funny and out of control, he'll laugh with me. He will. Like he doesn't. He, but he was able to keep his shit together for this five minutes and even miming his friend trying to catch a football without hands. <laughs> he was able to do it. I, it in a dead my, serious way. In, like a, he's... in a dead serious way. I wish I had a video camera to record this. Right. Oh, jeez. Actually, speaking of Brandon, uh, are you guys going to hang out when you oh, go Oh, yeah. To he's going to meet me in Paris and we're going to go to Disneyland Paris. My brother's trying to talk me out of it because he wants me to go see a cathedral with him. Fuck that. I'm going to ride the Matterhorn. And I'm going to be going, <laughs> And not saying yes, it'll be wee like I'm going down a roller coaster. <laughs> um, for the listeners at home, what's our friend Brandon like? What's he up to? Right now, he is at the University of Copenhagen. He is in a graduate school, uh, and he's doing research for genetic something or other that he tries to explain to me, and he gets really excited, so he talks too fast, so I don't know what he's saying. Like if Laura tells me something scientifically, I can reinterpret it in my own way, and. Uh, you know, apply it to something. But Brandon, no, no, not apply it to anything. Completely butcher the theory. Butcher the theory, but I still use it. But Brandon <laughs> is, I don't know. So he's helping out. He's doing what he wants. But he has a girlfriend, which is really shocking to me. I know because he's actually treating a woman with respect to <laughs> to dinners and to I to the opera. To the opera, he's going to take her to an opera in Sweden. And right? He's not criticizing her appearance. But yeah, no, he has. <laughs> oh, oh. He has. oh, no. Oh wait, I hope she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> He's like, he was telling me the story. He said, yeah, you know, she used to be a model. And, uh, and he, this is a story. He cooked her dinner. I'm like, whoa, Brandon, that's nice. And she's, he said, yeah, she's eating it and she really didn't like it. And so I said to her, well, if you want to lose some weight, I guess I can cook for you. I'm like, Brandon, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong no. with you? That's a true story. Brandon's a monster. Wait, and he still has testicles? Yeah. See, Brandon's a monster. That's why we gave him the name Frankenstein. He has two nicknames. He has Moose and Frankenstein. Frankenstein is the real Brandon where he's a total monster. Moose is like his like his friend nickname. I don't know why we gave him that. My brother like coined it. When you guys were bowling. When we were bowling, and so when he went up and bowled, we go Moose. And everybody would look at us in the bowling alley like we were retarded. Uh, yeah. I just totally bitch slapped Brandon in the I know podcast. you're getting an email from him. <laughs> I did. He's be like, dude, what's you like, my back. He's like, seriously, bro? What the fuck, man? <laughs> no, it's okay. He has a spoon, and he'll, he'll forget all about it. We will. I'll hold him and tell him everything will be all right. Y- you're going to spoon in gay puri. Ooh. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. So, yeah. Brandon um, has a girlfriend that he treats really well, and he just makes mistakes saying things to her. <laughs> <laughs> shocking. Absolutely shocking. Uh, absolutely shocking. <laughs> but, I mean, I... His intent, I'm sure, wasn't for it to come off that way, but the way he said it made it come off terrible. I'm happy, though. It's it's good that he can. there's a genuine side to him. I know, right? With the ladies. It, yeah. it is. But he calls her his bunny, so I don't know how genuine it is. I'm, I'm like, what's her real name? Anna Marie. Uh, <laughs> way to be right. Uh, yeah, so he calls her his bunny. I don't know if it's because she used to be a model, so a Playboy bunny. I don't know what he's talking about. Maybe in Europe, bunny just So, Brandon, if you're listening, send me an email while you call her that, and then I'll make sure I... <laughs> Say it on the next podcast and tell her he's how already, great you are. He's already deleted you as a friend from yeah. Facebook. I'm like, fuck, man! <laughs> yeah. But yo, Brandon, keep up the good work in your genetic stuff. Uh, yeah, good. Uh, I'll see you soon, sir. I can't wait to meet the perfect human that you're creating. <laughs> yeah. 
But that, that boggles my mind, because would you, anyone ever have a perfect human? Because there'd always be a, the next step, right? Uh, imperfection is overrated. Or, perfection is overrated. <laughs> wow. I got mixed up. <laughs> okay, Hitler. <laughs> yeah. No, I, perfection is overrated. Like, what makes us human is our imperfections, so. That is very deep, Brad. Way, way, to, way to put a little exclamation point and good things on our... I'm going to go write my dream journal now. <laughs> <laughs> Last night I had the most amazing dream. <laughs> uh, do androids dream of electric sheep? Uh, that's a good question that's going to haunt man forever. It's a Blade Runner question. It is a Blade Runner question. Starring uh, Harrison Ford. We got eight minutes left. Eight minutes left. Laura, anything you want to add to this conversation? So, Laura, what do you think of our podcast? Are you really, like, totally way more attracted to me now? For those of listening at home, she's giving me a look of telling me to fuck off. <laughs> no, I think the greatest thing is that I don't even have to say a freaking word, and Ryan knows exactly what I'm going to tell him. I know, but, again, she's dating me, so I still win. No, I really I really enjoy, do enjoy, like, the last podcast I love listening to, because I know you guys, and I know your humor, and I thought it was hilarious Sweet. just because awesome just talk about like crazy zany things but also very intelligent at the same time and it was i don't know it's really intelligent nice yeah, thanks, and Pumpkin. now that i'm a part of it i a part of it i really do think it's fun oh, just thanks. sitting here listening to you guys just talk whatever yeah for those of you who made it this long you should know that me and brad are always just kidding um, yeah we're not really serious about anything even like brandon i just give him a hard time because he's not here to defend himself except for <laughs> definitive facts obviously we're not kidding about those no but... <laughs> definitive facts like house of the dead's worst movie of all time that's a fact uh, that i'm the most awesome dairy person of all time that, that opinion fact. is a fact that is a fact <laughs> um but yeah it's cool that i i kind of imagine the show just being you and me and adam for a while but mm -hmm. um the idea that we can have other outside guests come on yeah, I kind of just drag we'll give her us more along. to talk about. <laughs> she didn't really but have a also... choice. We had dinner with my mom today, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm going to do a podcast. You want to come along?" And she's like, "Fuck no, go fuck yourself, fat boy." I'm like, <laughs> "I did not say that." But, but the true story is, she says, "Yeah, I want to spend time with you. That's so cute." Oh, all right. See now, everyone else and everyone at Port Collins thinks I'm such a badass, and he just ruined my image. Know, oh we, no, we destroyed you that, that was after she punched me. Hard. Okay, thank you. Hard in the car. That's dangerous. She yeah. she lives dangerously. She's she just said lives she's a badass. Edge. She's going to see how hard she punched me and how long I could be able to maintain control of the car and not kill us. Quick, bring up Living on the Edge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on the iPod. That's another thing. Uh, for those of you yeah, at home. Yeah, where the fuck's a Rod Stewart on your iPod? I haven't, I've only gotten through a, I made a playlist for the Nebcast and I've only gone through my iTunes and gone through A to R. Oh, sweet. Another heartache. Uh first cut is the deepest. <laughs> Stay with me. I, Wait, that's S. I've gotten to like R-A. I haven't got to R-O. So, yeah. oh, you're doing it uh, by artist. Yeah, it's by artist, yeah. But still, Rusty's the greatest rock and roller of all time. I asked my nephew, who's one and a half, and he agrees with me. I have so little time between working and uploading podcasts and doing music videos for other bands. And to get through my iTunes, there's like 7,000 songs uh, on that. I'm thing. well aware, but Rod Stewart should be number one. He's number one in my heart. In case you haven't noticed, Ryan has a huge bone of her Rod Stewart. That's not a right now. Oh my god, my <laughs> eye is in the way. <laughs> this oh is god, dangerous. Rod. <laughs> Rod. Yeah. <laughs> Boing. Uh. <Ooh>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has a lowered opinion of us based I'm... on our crude humor. All of a sudden. All oh, right. Yeah. Right. I have the same crude humor. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Absolutely. 
So anyways, um, yeah, so make sure you go buy the uh, Definitive Rod Stewart's new CD collection that came out with the music videos. <laughs> and don't go buy an Xbox. And don't go buy an Xbox. Fuck Microsoft. Uh, speaking of plugging things, uh, we've done the first two episodes in my apartment, but it'd be cool to take it out to other locations, possibly after we see Strip a movie. Woo! Uh, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and we'll sit down and we'll interview the girls and say, are you happy with your choices in life? <laughs> She'd be like, just give me the dollar. Oh, fuck, right? <laughs> She's one. like, I make $1,000 a night. How much do you make? Fuck! <laughs> and then she'd find the one girl who's, like, really smart and, like, stripping her th- way through grad school and yeah. just totally schools your ass. Yeah, probably. She's like, yeah, I have four kids and I'm, uh, I'm working my PhD. Like, oh, sorry. Yeah, four kids. Well, your breasts look fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I just made the whole room just stop. Good classy, Ryan. I am. Sometimes my humor goes too far. Sometimes I don't know I line the cross line. I just totally crossed it. I guess. You never know where the line is until you cross, and everyone just falls. Yeah. Oh yeah. When uh, you're just kind of giggling to be supportive, and then you're, you know, then Brad just looking at me like I'm an asshole right now. No, I just I'm trying to. Are you trying to be as clever as me, Brad? I'm trying to think of clever things to add to the conversation, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just tired. And... No, buddy, you're doing great. You're doing great, champ. Hang in there. I'm just thinking of other. Tell me your favorite joke of all time. <sighs> Here, I'll tell you mine, and then you can think about it. If you're American outside of the bathroom, what are you inside? European. Dude, you can't steal my punchline. You're supposed <laughs> to go, I don't know, what are oh, you? Oh, right, okay. Oh, wait, I have a great joke, and you will not know the punchline. Okay, go. What's the difference between an elephant and a lampshade? I don't know, but your mom's a whore. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Wait, that was really black of me. I have so much <laughs> culture and diversity inside of me. <laughs> Wow. What are you even talking about? I, it sounds like I got raped in a prison. I know. I was just like, you just made a gay joke out of yourself. I know. Usually right? I cover that for you. I know, right? Damn. Anyways. <laughs> it's like fading like this song right now. I know. Should we just go out on that note? We probably should. We gotta... We get... I'm gay and my mom's a whore. No, I yeah, like that's... Mom. very nice. <laughs> I know. My mom's the greatest. Mommy, I love you. Brad, you didn't mention your mom's birthday last week. Oh, you felt no. you really bad about it, so why don't you mention it you now? You snuck it in the last two minutes. <laughs> yeah, last week, uh, the night we recorded the first episode, was my mom's birthday. Um, not like I love my mom. and I hope. <laughs> it's worth mentioning that I'm not going to say how old she is because you don't do that. But it was her birthday, and happy birthday, Mom, a week later. Uh, yeah. But I did spend the day before the podcast with her, so. Yeah, no, that's cool. I, I just, didn't completely shut her out. Yeah, I was just trying to, you know, make you feel like a butthead. I know, asshole. Anyway. Thanks. Um, all right, well, I think this should... <laughs> there's got to be something cool we can go out on. Um, remember, say no to drugs and say yes to Awesome Dairy. I'm Ryan. No, no, for no we're not doing that, no. What? Why? Okay. Say yes to Awesome Dairy? Are you kidding me? You, you cannot say anything. You have supported my Awesome Dairy word. Okay, I support the word. I don't support the word. I support you, Ryan. Oh, thank you. That means a lot to me. So no. by supporting me, you're supporting the word. Fuck. Okay, talk your way out of this one. No. Gotcha. Anyways, um, have an Awesome Dairy Day. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brad. I'm Laura. Thanks for coming by, Laura. It's great to have a hot chick here. Yeah. Oh, you called me hot. Mm. Thermal energy hot. Ryan, you... Ugh, another theory he's butchered. Yeah. I got, I got a question for you. Do girls prefer to be called hot or pretty? Pretty. Yeah, because absolutely. hot implies that you just want to fuck me. Exactly. Which is not... 
like some douchebag at a bar can call me hot and I'll but Brad I'll tell you what not. you do though. is that your only intention Ryan no absolutely not I'll, t- I'll <laughs> tell you what you do you say when she says oh you think I'm pretty you say no I think you're beautiful I know Right. Is that a line? I already no, knew. No, it's not a line. Okay, I was going to say. I already knew the answer. I just wanted to confirm it with an actual female. Yeah, absolutely. In the room. <laughs> you know, maybe we should have a podcast where we just ask Laura questions about females. <laughs> so, what's it like being a woman? <laughs> uh, awesome. Dairy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! No!